Hey, welcome to another episode of Celebrate Sounds, a podcast celebrating all the creative things and the creative people on the north coast of New South Wales. Uh, today in my makeshift studio out in the promised land in Glenefer, I had the pleasure of hosting Travis Ross, aka White Dingo. Uh, we had a chat all about his dance and his music journey um, that's taken him all around the world and um, had some incredible experiences. Uh, yeah, and we caught up. We hadn't seen each other in ages, so it was a good chat. I hope you enjoy. Don't forget to subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast, and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey, you're listening to Celebrate Sounds, and today in the studio, the makeshift studio out in the promised land, Travis Ross, aka White Dingo. How you doing, bro? Yeah, good, buddy. <laughs> nice to see you here. It's been ages. Yeah. We yeah. seem to like run each run into each other like once every like three years at a, at a gig in passing or something. Yeah. But it's nice to actually have a bit of time to spend and chat and yeah. get to know your story. How you been? Yeah, good, good. Yeah. We've had a long time. Hey, I've watched it, like we're watching each other grow as yeah. little fellas a bit too. Well, I, I don't know if you remember this. I was thinking about this um, because uh, I hadn't remembered it for ages, but we actually went to Japan together. Oh, yeah, 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 big time. We were, we, we, oh, well, you might have been a bit older. I think you, you were be, taller. Uh, uh, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I've shrunk since then because yeah. I, was, I was 12 or 13 at the time. But because um, I remember like seeing you later when we grew up in, and we did the, the stomping ground and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. and you were always there. And, um, and yeah, but then I remembered back, we actually went to Japan together. We and fully didn't know did that. Played you some know, soccer. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, I remember it. So we go way back. Yeah. But, but the same thing, just every now and then, just run into each other at gigs or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. So it's nice to have you out here. Yeah, um, big time. What I love to get um, started on these interviews is just get a sense of who you are, like yeah. what your story is creatively and otherwise. So yeah, a little bit about Travis Ross and then maybe leading into White Dingo and yeah. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Oh, where do I start? Well, we're in Bello. I have a lot of history here in Bello. Yeah. Yeah, and David Helfcott here today. I had a good dance with him and um, lots of beautiful people out Bellow Way. Mm. Um, yeah, coming back and forth. Oh, man, yeah. I, I mean, Coffs, growing up here in this little Gumbangia community was um, special, eh? Mm. Really special, surfing, dancing, a lot of soccer. My dad, big on the soccer. That's what took us to Japan, That's right, eh? yeah, yeah. yeah, so... um. Yeah, no, it's been good, man. The story's been, um, you know, um, yeah, just uh, huge, massive. Um, I'm so, you know, grateful for my little journey too. Like my journey in the arts, as much as I thought it was like something wrong with me in those early years, it was the rightest thing ever Mm. because growing up around these parts, eh, like, do you cop it a bit as a young fellow? Well, do you mean in terms of being an artist and trying to make yeah. it as an artist? I think bullying. I don't know young fellas. Lucky I had soccer and well, the, the, yeah, and and the sporty and, kind of thing that can kind of level it out. But there's a hundred percent that element of like if you don't have that and you're just the music guy or you're yeah. just the dancer. Yeah, and I can imagine that you that ebbed and flowed for you. There's certainly yeah. there's just there's just certain types of people that sure. like to you know, dress those kind of creatives down and it's a bit yeah. weird and it's a bit, you know, something that they don't what understand. Yeah. yeah. I, I find that's a big reflection on 
the whole continent in a way mm. in my exploring as an artist, yeah. like performing and traveling and getting called to these places and those places, like just so fortunate. And then when you get into those spaces and you start, you know, um, picking up on the audiences or the um, or the workshops that maybe, uh, you, you know, you're interacting with the people or the youth um, compared to like, you know, uh, growing up in places overseas. I mean, and, and going there for arts yeah. and stuff. There's, you know, that different energy. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've been tapping into the depths of a lot of that, cool. I think, um, in the, the later years. But as, you know, as Travis Ross, like <laughs> before White Dingo, I think White Dingo has given me a voice to kind of really reflect on the depths and the seeds and um, of those things and be able to really vent that hurt and yeah. trauma behind yeah. that that I see amongst my brothers and sisters sure. and and uh and friends around the place um but yeah i mean as as Travis Ross in this Gumbangia community it was a lot of lot of dance i was yeah. really recognized as a dancer um to 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 show that i've been a musician all that time too has been not easy all the time you that's, know? that's interesting and i imagine that would be one of the things that when you are talented in a few different areas but you're recognized in one particular area it's yeah. hard to kind of say to everyone hey i'm not just this <laughs> yeah. because like and it's interesting you you mentioned um uh, a certain friend, a mutual friend that we both have, who happened to be the uh, the star of the uh, the Park Beach Plaza. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, CJ, you remember CJ, CJ the yeah. kid? What a legend! And he was saying, wh- whenever he gets recognised as, hey, you're the Park Beach Plaza, and he's like, no, 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 I'm so much more. Than <laughs> yeah, the Park he's Beach Plaza. way more. You know, and but that's the thing. Like people like to communities. Uh, you know, people like to pigeonhole you guys. Travis Ross, the dancer. Mm. No, but he's a music. He's a music. No, no, he's a dancer. He's he, no, he's just a dancer. Stay in your lane. Travis, yeah, yeah. You know? Stay in your lane, man. Um. So, so your journey obviously started in terms of like being exposed to, um, festivals and workshops and all that sort of thing. It started with dance, and it took mm. you took you to some pretty incredible places. I remember seeing you yeah. on TV and yeah, doing all yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. was that? Oh, TV. TV land is a whole other land. I think leaving this beautiful community with like such great nature and good elders around a place teaching you good stuff about nature and culture and fairness in sport and yeah. things like that. The city was a big wake up, eh? Like going in and uh, doing creativity with people in the city for TV was like, holy crap, you guys actually have a lot of limits on stuff that I, I didn't think. Wow. You know, I was only 22, you know, yeah. I was the youngest choreographer for So You Think You Can Dance, yeah. like across the world, wow. you know, and um, I'm like, obviously it had, had to be down under that that was allowed, <laughs> but because uh, you'd think, oh, you know, but I was fortunate enough that they they saw me and they could see that I had had a gift to share and, 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 and around movement and creating my own movement and, mm. you know, um, being able to communicate my movement uh, to wider audiences, but then they helped me realize that maybe I can't communicate to all audiences. That was a big way up, wake up too, because you know they they really struggled as much as they wanted me in there. Mm. They they really wanted to box me in a lot, right. and and when they couldn't box me in, they would like let the audience know about it on TV, and they loved running. Running the alternatives. Um, is this or, when they would like sort of do a, a judgment on the dance and then and then the critique the performance, but then also the choreo or something because yeah. they, they were a bit like uh, yeah. didn't couldn't quite understand or you know <laughs> yeah. weren't really resonating with what you were putting down. Exactly, man. Like 
oh, like just such that's where I just realized I've been so lucky to grow up around very open-minded people because when I got there it was the most closed closed-minded dance at a of of judgments yeah, right. that I've ever been around. Yeah. Like and these are considered like some of the biggest dancers in our country. And I was yeah. like, if I've already reached the peak and I'm bored, uh-huh. like I'm like, what am I gonna do yeah. for the rest of my life? Well I suppose that's it's an interesting um segue into and I, I suppose it's like anything really, you, you get into a, a profession or or a trajectory with creativity and and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to create something new. I'm going to create something a bit out of the box. Yeah. I'm going to and and it be expressive. And and then at some point, it becomes not just like play and imagination. It, it becomes business. Yeah. And yes. I, and, and obviously, you you met um, probably a little bit of culture shock too. Like you, growing up yeah. in this enchanting um, area of the <laughs> North Coast, like like you say, like beautiful rivers, beautiful beaches, like open people. Um, to, to see new things and all of a sudden yeah. you're on this like creative imagination, all this stuff, and then it's bam, but now it's business time. Yeah. Must, be, must have been a very uh, rude awakening. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it sent me straight back here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, but like for the best reasons. Yeah. And I came back and I set up my own um, kind of like uh, kind of hip-hop college, I guess I would call it, because I was back and forth from – New York's and the Bronx and LA and so I was learning off like you know some of the original greats yeah wow and and so to bring that and and share with what I was learning uh you know I was out here in Bella actually yeah working with people like CJ you yeah. know who then went on to great things like Circus Soleil like yeah. where I was able to say hey man you know believe in your art and 100%. and and let it take you where it's going to take you and and listening to my own words and heading over myself you know and um we would see each other over there you know and we're like working with like like while he's doing something great over there I'm doing something great like we're like how are cos boys working with like Snoop Dogg and people like that so right good. now like it was just real bizarre but a journey that like I wouldn't change yeah that 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 part you know and um I'm so grateful that I've I found that you know that boxed in culture because yeah. it literally is in a box in the corner of people's living rooms and yeah. I was like this ain't not this is not the way I'm going to connect with people yeah and it will be on some extent for work and business but that's as far as it's going to go when it comes to me trying to really connect yeah. with people it had to be it had to be um stronger and now we're in a world of so many screens you know and um I'm I'm trying to you know, as you are too, I notice, you know. Uh, doing my best. Yeah, doing your best <laughs> to connect to the to the live audience but also interact with them or get them from the screen yeah. to your shows yeah. or, or uh, you know, um, or out to shows to see other cool creative artists. So, yeah, man, 100%. back then that TV thing was a, a really beautiful awakening, like you said, yeah. Yeah, cool. And mm-hmm. um, and obviously like through through but, but by the sounds of it, through your journey um, – You've been some incredible places, and we can we can sort of flesh that out and talk about that as well. Yeah, but, yeah. but coming back to Coffs Harbour and sort of coming back to your roots, I think it's a real testament. At, like you said, you and CJ, you're over in the states, kind of doing whack sick things, <laughs> yeah. and going, "What? What is it? We're on this wild journey." I, one of the things that I loved and what, what this podcast exists for is to encourage creatives to keep going. And sometimes you don't get that level of success. Not not everyone nah, can get that level nah. of success and you can get it and you can lose it as oh, quickly yeah. as you get it. Yes. Like it. That stuff is very fleeting, but it's really about maintaining the fact that we need more people like yourself mm. out there being creative, pushing the envelope. Um, 
I don't want to say struggling, but just persevering. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love that. Has has that been something that's sort of like been a bit of your MO from day one? Like I, I, I see my path and, and obviously that initially a lot of doors opened for you uh, in the music, uh, sorry, in the dance space. Yeah. I see my path as a creative, um, music and dance, and you're incorporating both and you're just sticking to your path. Is that kind of something yeah. that you sort of had to maybe maybe even tell yourself when you were young? Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I kind of, yeah, I fought for it. So but the fact that I fought for it is like it's inside you. It's like an initiation yeah. of some sort. Like, yeah. you know, it was scary to fight for it. And I fought for it, and yeah. and sure enough, I watched the people that I fought for it come back and you know thank me later yeah. or yeah. apologize or wow, or it's really interesting. <laughs> one real cool one out there at the front of the CEXA, like out of front of the service class, like oh, a bit lit with all the boys out on the night, you know, back when we were quite young. <laughs> but it was like after I'd reached, you know. TV and they're all the homies around town are yeah. all like, man, we do your TV, like all this stuff, you know, congratulating you, showing your love and yeah. stuff. And then there's those ones that just, you know, that really tick the box. <laughs> like, ah, oh, yep, waiting for that from you. <laughs> but like in a, you know, good way. Like, yeah. But then you've got your mates beside you that rode with you through that thickness yeah. and the thinness and they're there. And they can't accept the apology, but you can. It's and, interesting, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they're so mad because they stuck with you and what, you're just going to let him be your friend again? Because <laughs> what, like, you know, after all that crap he put you through, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah. And he goes, nah, that's it. I'm going to take him on next minute. We're out the front of the CEX and, there's the, uh -oh. you know, get your buff on, about to like, you know. Throw down. Yeah, throw down. And I'm like, you know, let's take this. To my ancestors that I learned in the <laughs> in the Bronx, all my all my, you know, just just the uncles in the Bronx that had taught me, you know, don't fight them, dance up against them, yeah. you know. And I was like, what? So you know, we were breaking it down in coughs, sick. <laughs> having a, having at the a, front, a pushed them aside yeah. and had a and threw down my little, you know, six step in my windmills and <laughs> and popped a freeze and then got up and then just like said some sort of probably like little rhyme or something, you know. And then it was like. And they were like, what? But it diffused the energy but yeah. lit something new. Yeah, yeah. And they were all like, wow. And then I was able to see the power of creativity in the most hectic situation. It's interesting. Where we were about to go fist to fist. It was like, nah, well, as a matter of fact, you know, dance and music for the ones that, you know, we're playing in is is – uh, are, are these portals for people to kind of like zip into quite in the most dramatic and scary situations where you're actually about to fight for it, but you you fight through it through your art and that's cool. And now White Dingo, like I guess, yeah, man, like it's become a tool, a journal, a a place where I get to really release those things. Like as you know, a, a man who's like you know, I'm in my manhood, like you know. And, and and being in that, you know, those frustrations or those stresses of life that has smashed me, I've created this little character that's kind of been able to fully take that on the chin and mm. then put it through rhyme and, 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 and song and, mm. and, you know, distorted guitars and crazy beats and, and dances that all get to kind of interlock and weave between each other. Totally. And, and I realised it wasn't just for me, you know, yeah. and I've got other people that are, are attaching to those stories too and going, yeah. hell yeah, like – Thank you for sharing that because 
I'm in a position where I can't share that or I feel I can't share it, you know. Yeah. Or I'm going to punch my family in the face and I don't want to. Well, it's you know? interesting and, and I just want to touch on that because <laughs> that's a, such a great story and such a great, um, I, I guess, uh, illustration of how like we all have some kind of energy inside us yeah. and, and creatives t- like bring that out through their art, whether mm. it's song, whether it's dance, whether it's visual, um, whatever it is. Um, and, there, and there's so many different art forms. And it seems to me like it, it just sort of occurred to me this like, you know, mini revelation as you were saying, hey, we're about to punch on. <laughs> and, then I, and then I brought some creative. I brought the, the energy that I wanted to bring wasn't this angry like, you know, alpha male, like I'm going to show you. you know. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. was like, hey, I want to just be creative. Like that's yeah. where I – that's how I want my energy outlet to be and it sort of mm. diffused the situation. For me, and I'm sure that you find this as well, when you're songwriting, it is a little bit – it's quite cathartic. Yeah. Because what you're writing about is obviously deep within you and you could get angry about it. You yeah. could smash glasses and windows and write and do it or punch on or whatever, but instead you're trying to get it out in music form, in, in dance form. Yeah. I think that's a that's one of the most powerful things. Yeah. About um, creativity. And, and and so from there, like you sort of alluded to White Dingo. So just tell us a little bit about White Dingo, like how mm. that came to be, what your your vision around it is and kind of what your story is. Yeah. Um, oh, um, uh, White Dingo. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was writing music. Um, in Japan, um, and we had a a band that was beyond the borders of Japan and Australia, and it still exists. Obviously, with everything that's gone on, we've been divided. Yeah, and and um, but before that, yeah, we were working on that, and I had all this energy inside, and and I had this band. Is <laughs> half of it is in Japan, yeah. and it's like, how am I going to make a living? be creative and have all that going on because I'm feeling I'm utilizing this as the tool. So um, with the brothers that were from here on this side of the project in Australia, they they, they really felt um, inclined to, you know, um, kind of go about that route too, but we divided it off so that we could have just just the us version with some local taiko drummers yeah. and things that were, f- that were from Japan and, and live there as well. Um, and, and it was beautiful. Um, however, it just, um, hit a point where, um, some, uh, one of them wanted to, um, branch off and stay centered in one place. Yeah. And for me with the arts, I understand. And, and I think it's something that I'm coming to more terms with today too, which is probably a whole other topic that I'm getting a tangent on <laughs> in my head, but I'll touch on it real quick, but it's, um, being honored from your where you live as an artist mm. as as much as bringing artists into your community mm. so for example i get taken all over the world as an artist but in my very own community being um paid and looked after um as much as them when they come yeah i'm that for the other local artists sure. so i rock up yeah. into adelaide and i'm i'm like oh why don't you have the gig you can do the same thing as me or in fact why aren't you getting paid the same or yeah, well, all totally. those things too so there's that whole conversation that coming home has made me really aware of yeah. and something that i know i'm gonna have to speak about more um because it's 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 on my it's chest important, yeah yeah and um how we you know, if we celebrate our locals, hey, you pay them, that money comes straight back to the town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly You're sending right. money off to 
Melbourne right now. The you big know. wigs. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, it was a big, big, big thing of uh, acknowledging that. And and um, but yeah, with with dingers, it uh, with white dingo, it it kind of made me think, like. I've got all this energy inside and I really and I and and being with this Japanese band was really great but it was also um also boxing me in but I needed something it's because I didn't have the thing that gave yeah. me everything gave yeah. me the wings that I needed to give myself yeah and white dingo was about you know being that animal that's just free yeah and 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 has his pack and he works with his packs but he connects to other packs and he and he's got this pain inside that he wants to howl out. Yeah. You know, so it stirs up in the belly, but he howls out and he calls to people that can see the same or feel the same. Yeah. And that pack comes and listens and howls with you. you know? Cool. And so, and the dingo having a bloodline that, you know, uh, ventures off country, off this continent, was kind of like my bloodline too. Yeah. I guess not from the same bloodline as the dingo, but, <laughs> but um, yeah. It, it, it kind of got awoken to that and um, I guess I was in a bit of a rut. I broke up with an ex, feeling crap in the Gold Coast, West Tweed, big stories around all that too, like <laughs> cathartic stories that yeah. aligned with being in West Tweed because I had um, a, a trauma attached to that place. Wow. And uh, that trauma, you know, I found myself in, I was, uh, you know, it was the only room I could find to kind of live in that was affordable and um, come back from Japan and I got like, you know, kind of, yeah, nothing. It felt like, you know, nothing, yeah. just rock bottom, rock, wow. rock bottom. And it was a good place to kind of, I didn't realize how good it was when, you know, you look back now and you're like, that rock bottom was like pretty cool place to be. It's foundational, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to do what I want. This is where it's like, I don't have anything attached to me. This is the positive move right now. And then out from the lounge room, Rama, this w- a wicked dude that I met up there, and uh, he was my roommate. Yeah. And I had no idea he played guitar. There we go. And he comes out and he he starts playing this riff from the lounge room. I'm like, get the hell out of town. What is this? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it sounds so good. It sounds so good. And it was just, it's like a metal riff. Yeah. But I was like, I got out there. I'm like, speed it up. Speed it up. I'm like, let's drop a beat. Let's drop a beat. Take the distortion out. Take the distortion. Like yep. it was, I just knew where it had to go. Wow. And then I just started rapping over it. Like Sick. some of the lyrics from like a past song that was meaning the same thing. Yeah. So it was already there. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. And he was loving it. And then uh, Shipwrecked Emerge, which was my first single that we ended up getting like a Gold Coast award for. And, wow. And it was just real. Yeah. And it, and it was a lot about just dancing through your your BS, you yeah. know, dancing through it and, and, um, Staying focused on your journey, like just keep moving through it, keep dancing through it. Yeah, finding you know finding your music and your dance, and again it was another moment of um, that that fighting for it, you know, and fighting for myself. And I, I, I enjoyed screaming and how that was my how my dingo how you know. And then I had my my verses. I enjoyed rapping. I enjoyed mm. singing. And I was like, what what allows me to do all that? I do. And yeah. it was like this dingo choice of like yeah, yeah. the only thing holding myself back. You know that old corny story myself and and i and and honestly man i was in probably the healthiest bodies i'd ever been in in my life and i just wanted to be in the zen space with my dog by the river being some boho little freaking hippie boy (laughs) and it worked out that that wasn't a choice i had to be like i was actually in a house of like drug dealers and and like you know like a space that was very moldy wow and and in that was my light 
Yeah. And I, but like I wasn't a, I wasn't on the drugs. I wasn't on any of those things. But mm. I was in a space with with men who were in a place of shipwreck. Yeah. And we they had to dance to it too. Yeah. Right. And through that, I was able to show them and myself a space to kind of at least go. Yeah. And they showed that for me too. You know. And next minute, you know, we're um, we start sharing that, and I'm like, this needs a rocking video. Like I got to get. And I had no money, but I'm like, I'm going to make a freaking rockin' video. And I met up with different dancers that I've kind of trained in the past mm. that 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 always looked at me in this way of like, man, I'll, I got your back. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I knew I could count on them in these moments, you so know, because I had their back in certain times too. I, yeah. When I look back, you know, and I realize what goes around comes around. Like one of those moments, you know, when you're out on your own in the in the bush as a dingo flying through, you kind of need those things to kind of grip onto and yeah. sure enough they showed up and i would meet them like on street corners to come up with routines uh, we were on the sand creating it and i'm like i just got to use what i got and right now you know and flex like what would my you know uncles of hip-hop culture or rock culture or dance culture or all the you know or first nation culture where i've mm. been spending most of my time around what would they say right now mm. you know you got it it's in mm. you go and like it was always these like little kind of things that i realized from that early time that kind of emerged into white dingo in its full expansion wings so so just correct me if I'm wrong. So White Dingo wasn't really planned as much mm. as – I mean, it, maybe it was in your mind to some degree somewhere, course, but yeah. but it wasn't really the plan. It sort of just uh, emerged quite spontaneously by the sounds of it. Yeah, it was when I was left alone, Yeah, I think, because I had a drummer that I was working with with Motion Pulse Art, which is a band that I had full of dancers. So yeah. the drummer was a breaker and the, the guitarist was a breaker. I mean, I was a breaker too. Mm. You know, we, we – and uh, we had a female d- singer as well. She was a dancer. So we all merged these this dance and music on stage together yeah. and we got to do everything we loved together and it was really great. But, um, yeah, and it was a perfect place to start for um, for me really pushing the music um, side of myself. Was that the first time that you sort of were pulling away a little bit more from the uh, the the Travis Ross dancer, and now it's Travis Ross White totally. Dingo kind of thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I I was at a point where I was just being called to always teach workshops, and that was my only source of income through yeah. the art form, apart from the random tour working for. You know, I was break dancing on stilts and dancing for this <laughs> fella and choreographing for that person and yeah. working at all. You know, um, really incredible and high end. Um, where they would call high end, but for me sometimes, you know, most of the time actually it was in the desert, you know, having a, a, a boogie up with, you know, um, mob out there or something, yeah. you know, because you just like, wow, like the lessons you, you grow from, yeah, you, you, you know, um, were, were really, really magic, like mm. t- really cathartic, really um, life shifting where, you know, um, yeah, so it was, but the, the, the just giving so much to young people that, yeah. Um, didn't necessarily like that would have had to fight for their path was always a difficult thing because it would, was starting to weigh on me and I, I didn't want to give to those kids all the time yeah all those people when I wasn't I didn't really want to be there it's yeah. like like I'm just like but I didn't do that for too long mm. I just worked it out and went okay I, I'm not going to teach you guys while I'm you know 
in this way because I don't believe there's a path for you. Yeah. And so I've got to go make that path. Yeah. And while ever I sit here, you know, teaching you guys and, and making a, a sweet earning or whatever it was. Yeah dancing because i'm doing what i love but not really you know i'd actually prefer to be out there sleeping on beaches struggling waiting for the next gig or you know um pushing my true art that i really actually want to tell those young people yeah it's interesting because uh, you know we talked about it before and and it like you say you start off with a vision you start off with creativity you start off with imagination and somewhere along the line for a lot of people that turns to business work, settling. Yes. Um, and, and look, no, everyone needs food. Yeah, so <laughs> it's true. good to eat food. It's good to be able I to like afford food. to pay your uh, mobile bills so you can book gigs and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's not that money isn't very important. We all mm. know that it's, it's important, but it's really that fine balancing act between like what, what, what are you trying to achieve? Do you want to achieve X amount of dollars in the bank account? Do you want to achieve – something like you said and we talked about this off air something that you're really proud of yeah um and and something that you can look back and go man whether it was you know a billion streams on spotify it was ten thousand. it's like i look back and go man i i fought for that i i I went hard at it and i made it happen and maybe sometimes you get the Mm. wins sometimes you get you don't get the wins yeah or to to varying degrees um, but certainly, uh, I mean, that seems like, like for you, you're a bit of a trailblazer. Yeah. And and I do love that ethic of like not going, look, this is cool and people are offering me money to do this gig and that gig, and but what I want to do is something a little bit different. And it takes a it takes a big character to mm. to stay co- stay on the course, you know. Yeah, yeah, and and there's times, man, people don't people don't like white dingo that easy. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that really love White Dingo and they're yep. just like, thank you, this has changed my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but there's, you know, for the for a lot of people, it's like, oh, it's too crazy for me. It's too out of the box for me. Like, But I'm like, but this is where I'm playing. And you watch, it'll actually probably reach me because yeah. right now I believe it's a lot about our stories, mm. this continent, you know, us mid-north coast fellas, whoever it is, it's, it's our stories. We're always hearing, you know, People copy USA or copy European, and hey, I got so much from there. Yeah, and they gave me so much value on that. But to come out of our shameless culture, yeah, sorry, shameful culture, I call USA shameless. You know, yeah, it's totally. very shameless, yeah. and ours is very shameful. Uh, we're coming from this shame culture, you know, where we're constantly, you know, I I just believe our stories being heard is really empowering. Yeah, for us, hundred percent, and we grow and we become healthy people. And better people to be around, too. yeah. And um, and so for me, you know, I've pushed part a real push through a really thick part of dingers where I'm at a point now where I'm like, oh, there's a possible album on the horizon, yeah. Where I can finally see it. It's like where it's just been a couple of EPs and nice singles and playfulness, but I really want to produce the thing, you know. Yeah, you thing. find that groove that that you sit in, and you're like, this is where I, this yeah. is what I've been looking for. Yeah. And keep pu- obviously keep pushing that. It doesn't have to stay there, but yeah, that mm. that that stream where you're like, here we are. This is this is what I've been looking for. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I want to take you back to what you're saying. Um, that shameful sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with your experience too, like having traveled around, yeah. um, seen obviously the states and, and different other places, dancing and music and otherwise. Um, you know, to, to some degree, like you said, we're yeah. all influenced by, um, you know, the States music or even the pop music in Australia, like whatever it is. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in, but but it sounds to me like you're saying like particularly with what you're doing with White Dingo is 
yes, there might be bops and borrowed things, some borrowed influences, a little bit of inspiration, but you're also trying to do a new thing. Is that is that kind oh, of what of course, I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah, like trying to go, yeah, within and really get, you know, what me and my bros were surrounded by as young fellas, yeah, like tap into that energy of yeah. what they were inspired by and share with them that so I can get my stories through there as well. But yeah. that's what I was inspired by too, the dress styles, the the the, the, the sound, the you know, the, the things that get us ticking, the things that we fight for in life, mm. those cultures, those, you know, um, the reason to live, you yeah. know, getting those sounds and, and, and those feels across. And, and um, yeah, I think, yeah, like, you know, what musical is really ours, maybe The Boy From Oz, I can name one that's off the top of my head, but it's like, what, do we have any musicals that – come from our stories. I think Mary Poppins might have been written in Toowoomba. Really? But it doesn't really talk about it. We no, don't know about no. that. You know what and, I mean? And you, if you saw it, you wouldn't think that. No. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's a lot about like, ah, uh, when I'm in the States, you know, uh, I was there <laughs> when I was like 18. So I've got a funny image in my head because I was there with the big baggy pants, the dreads and the <laughs> high tops. and the, They were cool at the time. Yeah, bro. I was ripping them, <laughs> eh? Um, and, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like hiding my chicken legs because everyone bullied me at school for having little skinny legs. You know, I was a little fella. So it was easy to pick on, yeah? Easy as. And because uh, I danced, it was like, oh, then I went down. You were just asking for it. Yeah, I was All asking right. for it, man. <laughs> and then sure enough. I'm over there in the States, baggy pants, you know, found my, my place. These people like me and it's all this stuff. But, you know, a few fellas are saying, you know, um, one fella, um, Dave Scott, we had this, we shared the same birthday. I was a big fan of his mm. and we became good friends. And he was on, he was like the choreographer for You Got Served. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and um, it was like one of my favorite movies at that time. And. Wow. And to be hanging out with him was huge, you know. He, totally. he was like choreographing and creating B2K at the time. So I was amongst like, you know, Amarian and all them fellas. Mm. Like it was a real wicked time. Um, but, you know, Dave says to me, he goes, I'll give you a gig if you shave them dreads off. And I was like, <laughs> oh, true. And I was like, oh, what does he mean by that? But I was so young, I just didn't know. But like I, I could see that he was like, hey, actually, actually fully like <laughs> appropriating right there, bro. You need to like cut that. <laughs> Cut this one to be black kind of business, and I was like, "Oh yeah, true, yeah, yeah." Sorry, I didn't, I didn't recognize that. I, I only had real a lot of black mentors, yeah. So they were teaching me how to rap and teaching me how to do these. Can things I that- ask, was it was it an offensive thing, or was it just a, a little bit of like, a, uh, I don't know? They looked at it and th- thought, mm, "Trying too hard" or something. Maybe, yeah. yeah I, I think it, he never actually said it to me. Yeah. I think it was, it was being that, a good mentor, yeah, yeah, yeah. mentor. But like when I sit with, um like close friends of mine now, like, you know, they, there's there's good reasons behind right. lock, locks and the stories behind yep. them and and, uh, and and how they've been passed passed through and, you know, maybe in somewhat an area is gentrified, like, you know, other things, many other things, yep. you know. Um, so it was interesting, you know. Either way, it, it taught me that and I, I can't see myself with them now, but, you know, one of my <laughs> main, main mentors – I met here in Bellingen, he would be making me dreads and stuff like this because we were like best buds mm. and, and I looked up to him so much. And, um, you know, so a lot of my artistic, creative mentors have been of some sort of yep. uh, black culture, you yep. know. So I've been so fortunate and, and I have many ways these days where I give it back because it's the best way that I can give back. You know? Totally. So um, um, being there with these fellas over in the States – 
a lot of them were just like really trying to get me to look at myself. I, I realized in the year, later years, yeah. and they're like, "What's your story? Hip hop's about your story." Yeah, you know. And I realized how much hip hop was, and the culture of it was boxing me in. Yeah, and, as well because I haven't been brought up in a space where it, the culture emerged. Yeah, I was. You know, we're rapping about palm trees and surfing and having all this good time, but yet there's ghettos amongst us that aren't being acknowledged. Mm. And and I'm like, holy crap, this is like, uh, like I, it was so overwhelming the 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 realizations in that place when I'd return here and I'd find myself out in like Tennant Creek, for example, mm. and I'm sitting there with an like um an elder and he's like seeing you know, the darkness of hip-hop culture and what it's doing to his young fellas. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, oh, okay. And I'm there with like an, a, a brother of mine that we've been sent off out there to, 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 to work with community and he's teaching cultural dance and I'm teaching hip-hop, uh, like cultures of sorts, like around the, the thing. And then, mm. and he's like, oh, why don't we merge the two, you know, and we can just swing them back around. So, yeah, they might be headed for this culture, but. You know, if if you want some help, maybe we do like a Poppanini or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was those little kind of things that were just unfolding like 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, this is when so much, you know, stuff wasn't aware and, and people weren't in knowledge of that. But it was, um, we, we were playing in those kind of playgrounds and, and, and that's where, um, you know, there was gratitude, you know, yeah. because we're playing in a space where it's like, it's, it's funky, it's cool, but it's also acknowledging culture yeah and supporting and not taking it away from but actually reflecting it back yeah to here and um a lot of that i mean later reflects into my white dingo story because black fellas were always inviting me into their spaces to learn language to learn um dances to learn um um and and be a part of country yeah and that's where i was like so awoken to um what this continent and its story held. Yeah. But I wasn't that culture. I wasn't that story. Sure. So for me it was difficult and wrong for me to also be playing there in many ways as well. Yeah. So there was such big positives, but such big negatives as well. But yeah. to come to terms with that, return back to the States and I've got, you know, um, I'm sitting there looking at my story going, who am I? Oh, I'm Australian. Oh, you know, Vegemite, I'm going to speak in this accent and, <laughs> and, and I'm going to come with this through here. And then next minute you got, you know, Mexican fellas on the streets of, of, of the, the Bronx saying to me, hey, bro, I want your accent on my album. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, I have a story. I, yeah. have, a, yeah. I have a culture. A, yeah, <laughs> it's like a signature. Yeah. But it was felt like it wasn't that old. I didn't have far back to go and it was yeah. really easy. It was just what I grew up with. And next minute I'm wearing skinny jeans because that's what all us cops boys wore bound by the skate park. <laughs> but now I've got this weird kind of quirky style and then bam, call yeah, from yeah. So You Think You Dance. He's got his own style because yeah. I found this style around my skinny yeah, jeans and my vans. Cool. And they were like, whoa. And then next thing I was out there going, actually, own your unkiness. Your chicken legs is actually what made you like yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of semi-famous. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I'm out there teaching boys around the continent and girls too. Next minute I'm going back to those places and they're all wearing skinny jeans and vans. And I'm sitting there going, oh, man, I need van sponsorship now. Eh? Like, <laughs> you know. But at that same time I was there kind of going like, you know, wow, the power of 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 this right mm. now and then it actually made me reflect and here i am here i am years here i am years later and and 
and I'm my bad. No, all good. Here I am years <laughs> later, and I, and I'm spending time with um, like um, after spending time with Mob, it's refor- f- uh, it's 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 kind of put me into a space where it's my mirrors got deeper. Mm. I've had to look into my ancestry. I've had to look into my culture. Yeah, and you know, and sure enough, um, what started um from a journey in Elko Island um with Chukimala because they invited me in to support their new show and help them um, unfold some cool creativity throughout um, throughout their new show. Um, it kind of, they had to, you know, um, there's certain protocols that they have to meet within me and to make the space safe for me and for them yeah. um, in me being there. So certain things kind of unfolded there for me on that island that um, actually led to me being circled by dingoes and uh, like howling, like Whoa. super cathartic stuff going yeah. on down there. But, you know, um, but um, that story there, I'll cut that story short, um, <laughs> led me on this big journey pretty much throughout COVID where I'm spitting out the other end about to go to Scotland in mm. like a few weeks to go really visit a part of me. And I'm going over there with Chukimala. Yeah, wow. So it's like I'm being carried so you're looking, looking back and just finding your story a little bit too. Yeah, and that's what, that's what happened in USA too because it was like all these fellas look like they're, uh, they're dancing and I'm like this white dot amongst all these African-American fellas and, and, and I'm there like going like, wait, they've got, all got this style and this what, lo- what looks like a dance feeling hmm. um, that goes so far back. Like I was connecting to capoeira and African roots and wow. going, wow, you guys are like, yeah, it's it's in the it's entrenched in their DNA, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting here going, wait, what, what am I connecting back That's to? Interesting. And I'm yeah, driving yeah. back here and I'm like, if I'm here to share my own story, what is my story? Yeah. And 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 then I had to kind of, so white dingoes kind of taken that, yeah. and carried that for me because it's enabled me to kind of like, um, um, unfold stories, um. With colonization yeah. and the the traumas that have gone on in this continent, and used my, and I've been able to use my how to really speak about that and these skills that I've um, learnt to kind of um, share that. But now it's leading me all the way back to um, Scottish, Irish, Spanish kind mm. of direction yeah. to kind of just go unfold some some like to connect with country where. Yeah. My ancestors were. Yeah. So, and it's been so, really crazy because it's like um, these Elko Island ancestors or whatever happened on that island connected direct with my ancestors mm. to the point where, you know, I mean, it, the, my last show in Bellingen was a really big cathartic moment too. Uh, that was the only show that I got to do in 2021. Yeah, right. And the, like the first of the last show of 2021 yeah. as White Dingo. And, um, and then, yeah. Um, and, now I'm headed over to Scotland after a week in Sydney, connecting to um, some. So that's soon. You're heading over. Yeah, like end of July. Eh? Yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I have a feeling there's going to be an album on the horizon of whatever. Well, happens I mean, there. I mean, the fact that you're going back and and like you said, it's interesting. You know, you alluded to like hip hop, hip hop culture, and the struggle and the the real problems that hip hop culture and hip hop music talks about and exposes. Um, and, and then reflecting back on on what your story is, what your culture is, and it is hard to quantify and to kind of 
um, define what Australian culture is. It is a little bit all over the place a lot of the time. And I think um, certainly on an individual level to find your roots, to go and look and go, okay, where am I from? And, and it's not that, I mean, you sort of said, um, you know, with your dreads, like that whole appropriation thing, it's not necessarily that you playing hip hop is an offensive thing, but yeah. it, it's really about, like you say, finding your groove and, being authentic and that kind of thing. Is that kind of what you're looking looking for when you're going and looking for your ancestors ancestry? Um, you're looking for your story and and not necessarily to to define you, but just so you can understand more? Yeah, more about identity was yeah. like a lot that I discovered um because I was in, you know, America by yeah. myself. Like I wasn't there with oh, maybe a couple of obviously a couple of friends from around here. Yeah, yeah. I was more, yeah, I was there in a space where it was like, um, what am I bringing to the, what am I bringing to this conversation? Am I just copying these fellas to pick up a, 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 am I studying, in other words, to come back to this continent and share something that um, isn't much around and it definitely clearly identifies me separate to a lot of people here because I was you know, as soon as I got back, it was like I was getting so much work because people really wanted to dive into hip hop, and I yeah, was yeah. at the forefront of it. And for me, it was um, um, just incredible opportunity uh, for me to kind of, uh, you know, keep diving into that story. Yeah. And but then I'd go back, and I'd be like rocking <laughs> the skinny jeans and vans that. Were being rocked at the Coffs Skate Park. They weren't rocking that in the States. <laughs> yeah. They were rocking baggy pants and high tops. Yeah. So for me, when they started seeing the way I moved, they were like, you know, he's his own thing yeah. right now. He's yeah, yeah. like one of my greatest mentors. It's one of my best friends. He calls it, you're so unorthodox, bro. Like, <laughs> And like this dude, like I watched him on TV in Howard Street by the race course where I lived in Coffs, you know, and wow. and I'm watching him on TV and, you know, it wasn't until after like three or four years we've been hanging out that I realized I was learning from that guy. Yeah. And and now I'm like best mates with him, you know, and I'm That's bringing cool. him to Elko Island to work with Chukimalas because they understand the depth of the seed of a tree of culture, for example, where Swoop was at the seed of hip hop culture. Yeah. You know, um, he wrote, oh, he choreographed like Dust Yourself Off and Try Again by Aaliyah. Wow. And um, he'd worked with like obviously Timberland, Snoop yeah. Dogg, Michael Jackson, Madonna, J Lo. He was one of MC Hammer's main dancers. Like they, MC Hammer like uses his name on the videos. Wow. Like he, he was a part of that crew, yeah. you know, MC Hammer found them like, Someone could have found us as uh, us groove lockers. That was my crew here in Goffs. Yeah, they could have found us, taken us on the road. Yeah. That's what happened to him, you know. And he ended yeah. up around the world. Wow. And then he was able to kind of like um, be one of the guys that kind of brought, you know, he's a dance father in many ways of hip, especially hip hop styles, mm. where he took hip hop into mime and blended them two. Yeah, wow. And told story through the dance style of you know, popping, locking, and but he was like miming, using mime to wow. kind of mimic that. And that was, was yeah, drama. Like a, yep. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. So Swoop's got this incredible, I mean, if you ever get to look him up, he's he's got a story, he's mm. got an incredible story. And then for him to connect with Chukimala, you know, these Chuki dancers from Elko Island, he, he was able to look within his culture beyond hip-hop, mm. 
you know, beyond hip hop culture. And he's like, uh, his last name's White Bear. So he's like a Native American. You know? Wow. So he's got, he's like, pulls up his ancestors, his chief. I'm like, wow. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm keen on this story. Yeah. Like, like just seeing it even in what I was sharing with these American fellas, you yeah. know, they were actually wanting, like, holy crap, I'm, mine's only surface level, you know, too, because of Western civilization, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, like you say, and it, it's something that, like, I mean, obviously there, there's a market for it. A lot of people do like to look back and you've got those sites and, and, and to help you sort of track back. Yeah, But it's course. certainly something that that Western culture, we don't really, you know, you've got your immediate dad, you know, your grandparents, yeah. but it's like about maybe your great grandparents. You're yeah. kind of lucky if you know anything about or know them at all. And and we yeah. don't sort of look back and go, hey, who are we and where are we from and what's mm. our story and how can we shape, how can we get that story out, how can we shape culture in that way? Totally. It, it's very interesting and, and it seems to me like, um, you know, from hearing you speak, that's something that's like at the forefront of your mind. It's about like that authenticity when you're performing, when you're writing, yeah. and, and not not that copying elements or, or borrowing um, ideas or being inspired by different genres or whatever that that's not the issue. The issue is how authentic's your kind of story. And yeah, well uh, said. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I'm hoping yeah. no, that that's no, why I was that's... hitting the nail on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, man. <laughs> don't don't make me look bad on my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's for sure, man. No, that's totally it. It's. It's it's a lot about yeah like I I through my art form you'll know where I've been yeah you know because um uh, yeah traveling you know um and and there's dance styles on my videos there's um, rap styles there's there's vocal styles where you'll be like you know um you know this fella was he was in the nineties at yeah. that stage you yeah, can yeah. tell the way he's screaming he come from that nineties. But the way he's rapping is like real this style, or yeah, you know, and, cool, the, cool. and those dance moves that he's representing, like for yeah. me, it's like um, that's they're my libraries a yeah. little bit, kind of like, and um, for me to relate with, you know, for example, you know, um, if I meet someone from Gumbangia that's diving quite deep into their culture, for me yeah. to even relate is to look beyond colonization yeah and look beyond my great 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 grandmother and father that were from here yeah it's yeah looking beyond so uh so that yeah it's just relation yeah and um how does that look for you looking beyond and connecting with you know uh, someone who it maybe is a gambanga person who yeah is looking into their culture how, how does that look for you when you want to connect with them and you're looking beyond um understanding because yeah. I feel like um the t- like the two worlds like colliding is yeah. it, it, it there's a long way to go before they can and I think it actually comes down to a lot of that work yeah um on ourselves and when we look at ourselves that's when we're easier to relate to yeah totally um and and, so- and that's probably part of what you're looking for too right yeah. in terms of like you know, we all we all are born with implicit biases and implicit prejudices that are well. Sorry, no, we're not we're not born with them. <laughs> we yeah. develop them yes, yeah. in our in our culture. Um, you're born every, into them. It, you're born into them. Yeah, yeah. You you have them to some degree, and um and it's a, yeah. I think you're exactly right. Like that understanding of because you yourself may have never done anything wrong. Mm. Um, but that's not the point. The point yeah. is, 
understanding the wider context and then going, okay, I understand why you relate to me because of my ancestry and why I relate to you maybe because of your ancestry or even my own ancestry. Yes. Um, Let's put that aside for a second and let's see if if we can understand why we're here and and yes. and how we got here. Can we can we kind of move past that? Yeah, big time. And yeah, acknowledging my like the you know why I'm benefiting. Yeah, more so. or, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah. acknowledge you know because you can get defensive, right? Yeah, you can. Uh, you know, um, you know, like you you've got all this privilege and and some some people do and some people don't. Yeah. And and it goes both ways. There's always exceptions to the rule, but it's not the point of the individual's mm. privilege necessarily. It's the the why has that just been the narrative? You yes. Know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's so many other ways and and I think as artists we've all realized this is a, a lot in these dark times. I mean, arts can't always be the excuse. And, you know, um, I was talking with one of my really close mates um, who's of African, like, background. And he he says, like, you know, even though I'm teaching healing and health, it's still seen as entertainment in many ways as well. Why am I, as a black man, always being just entertaining? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm just here for entertainment whether it's yeah. for this or that or many other reasons he goes and that's how i sometimes have to apply yeah it was a big wake up too because for um like me like identifying someone has yeah. someone can have something to say um and and of a certain artistic persuasion yeah but depending on their color one is like hey i'm being entertained and one is i'm being taught you know yeah 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 interesting yeah yeah, yeah i haven't heard I, it explained like that that's cool yeah well that definitely um yeah, that was only last week for me. It's constant <laughs> it's fresh. awakenings. It's well, freshy. I think that's a good thing. And like you say, you know, it's good to reference. It's good to look back. It's good to understand where you're coming from. But also, like, you know, in that um, circumstance, that's something that most people would never think about. No. Because of the way our society is. Yeah. And it's not to say it's right or wrong. It's to ask the question, why is this always the case with me and maybe not with someone else? You know, like yeah. why? Because if, you know, if this person's a person of color, um, why do we, you know, we, we get the same, you know, if someone's doing the same thing, you, we can both be entertained, but but for some reason with the person of color, it's just entertainment. It's not teaching. It's not, like you said, he teaches yeah. healing or whatever. And they're just being entertained. Like why is that more yeah. than anything else? And asking those questions. Yeah. Bringing up those questions. Um like for me, why am I considered white? Yeah. You know, and that, and then it was the other day I was like, I'm actually Scottish and I'm <laughs> actually Irish now. Yeah, like right. you know what I mean. And but that's one step, and that's only, you know, it's like the same as Gumbengia. Gumbengia is called Coffs Harbour. Yeah. But now there's little parts to Gumbengia uh, that we don't know about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and like our culture was absolutely like blown apart and you know if you were caught talking gaelic you were shot so for me it's like connecting to those and go yeah and going wow wow actually i got my like you know and i see one of my best mates black cockatoo uh jamin drum who's on a lot of my music videos and pointing to the screen that's all right i was <laughs> yeah, just looking going, oh, yeah, is he there <laughs> yeah he's right there but he's on screens with me um in my music videos because we share a lot of um a lot of story together mm. and, and, and dance and music and we're like, like just good mates. And, uh, uh, he, he, 
he just got this connection to country that like oh, it just flows through him like and it's so inspiring and mm. like always oh, got this interest like you know about the way he look at the country and why I don't necessarily fully have that I look at it and go oh wow it's so beautiful mm. you know am I looking at that you know and then seeing his eyes look at it and then and then not only him Shay Duncan come out and she's 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 uh, one of the dancers in my video too. She's looking at the country a bit different. And in those moments I started, you know, I reflect or there's a mirror moment. Yeah. And I sit there and go, wow. To You know, like I haven't been taught to look at country like that. Yeah, right. You know, and that's not my f- fault. Yeah. It's my fault if I continue well, if you, if you, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you know about it and then you don't kind of pursue it, then yeah. then then you're choosing to kind of negate it. But it, like, like you say, yeah. you, you, you've – You've been given a script. Yes. And uh, certainly for, for you, I don't anticipate you or everyone to go, no, I'm going to read this word for word. It's like, no, nah, I'm going to cross that yeah. out. I'm gonna, I, that's and that's the thing. We, get, we all get given a script. Um, it's okay to go off book. It's yeah. good to go off book in a good way. Yeah. Good intentions. You know? Travel the path, least Travel the way. Because, oh, the one that your heart's telling you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think – I don't know what lies for me ahead in Scotland and Ireland, but I'm excited. How long are you going for? Um, well, Chukimala opened, do the opening ceremony, and I've helped choreograph. Like, um, it's not a full cultural dance, obviously. Um, it's it's a contemporary work, and um, but it's got a lot of my ancestral cool. kind of um, language in there, and and sounds yeah. as well. And and then uh, you got Watja on Didj, on Yidaki, and like. Oh man, he's a weapon on that thing. Hey, he plays it on my EP. He cool. opens up my yeah, yeah. my first EP um, with Yidaki and um, Bakerly Gunnambar. He sings on it, mm. and they, yeah, they just become brothers, eh? Brothers, uncles to me, and um, teach me so much. And and yeah, to for them to carry me from Elko Island without even probably even knowing it. You know, to take me back to my home country. Wow! That, uh, that I don't even know yet. I don't even know the grains of grass that yeah. that I've got ancestral history to. But I'm I'm learning through through my little journey, and um, I kind of know places that I've got to go to. Yeah, I don't know the names off the top of my head yet. Yeah, but I'm pumped out because I've never really been to Europe. I've been to like uh, Daventer and Holland, but that was like for a stilt breaking yeah. show. Yeah. And I was there for like ten days. Yeah, and then for out. the festival and then out. So Yeah, I, I um I went to Scotland but I was only there um for uh for a couple of days in Edinburgh and it was kind of like I mean obviously you're going maybe to somewhere more remote than Edinburgh but Oh it, no, that's where we start. That starting? Well <laughs> that, I mean, that's where the show is, but okay, we're gonna cool, go cool. dive yeah. in. Yeah. Well I mean look to be honest that was it's one of the most beautiful cities mm. um I've ever been and I honestly walked around it. I was only there for maybe three days nights and um, walked around at night time and the cobblestone streets and the cathedrals and I literally and like the uh, you know I literally thought at any point like Dumbledore or Gandalf is gonna (laughs) well it just felt like you know wizards and 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 like all that kind of magical place so that'll be exciting place to start from I reckon yeah yeah. that's so cool and so uh, like obviously you're going and and doing this like journey for yourself and yeah. um, and for your story what what else is on the horizon for white dingo and um and and you know obviously you're talking about an album and and that kind of thing yeah. like do you have a, a timeline are you just sort of nah. rolling with it that's okay <laughs> I, I would love to have a timeline and managers and stuff but I've <laughs> never been given them nah. for whatever reason um I'm probably probably a good reason because <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> off the book eh but yeah. um 
I, I think when I write the album, I think I, I want to be on the book a bit because yeah, yeah. I really want to share this story. I think this journey so far um, in this decolonization kind of within myself is giving me, um, giving me uh, a depth that I haven't yeah. really witnessed. I've got a little um, single that I want to emerge with the music video that I've been trying to finish over a year because yeah. of – all the restrictions and the rain. Like yeah, we actually, I think it. we actually postponed the shoot seven to 10 weeks Oh no! because of the rain recently. And we still yeah. haven't been able to shoot it. We just kind of went like, let's just give it a break. Well, I suppose, you know, with the trajectory of your music, you know, being reflective of your story and, and obviously talking, I'm assuming a lot about country and, and you want to yeah. be in that space. It's not, you can't do it indoors. You know, nah, like it's, not no. gonna, it's not going to capture what you're trying to kind of achieve. I don't think. Um, Very true. So, look, that's that's super exciting. And, man, it's been such a nice um, yeah. experience just chatting and getting to know your story a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'd certainly love to have you back. Um, of course. When, you know, I've got heaps of interviews, but at some point in the future. But thanks so much for coming in and, um, and spending the time thanks. and telling a bit of your story. And, uh, yeah, look forward to, to more things from White Dingo. Yeah, you. Thanks, thanks Trav. Cheers. Cheers.